All right, so uh, we, we've been recording, so we might as well say hello to everyone. Uh, this is the Cheat Day Podcast. I'm Ryan Reese. I'm joined uh, on mic by uh, T, and uh, we have a special guest, Kitty Reynolds, with us, joining us on mic, and our special guest of the day. Uh, he's a journalist. He's a comedian. He's a producer. He's from Brazil, Rafi Bastos. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, I feel special. You said that I'm a special guest, so I feel special. Well, how do you, first off, how do you actually say your name? I feel like you just my, gave me Rafi. My name is Raphael. Raphael. Yeah. Raphael. Is it Raphael? Because we see Rafael. That's Rafael. Yeah, in Portuguese, is Rafael. Rafael. But I decided to use Rafi, which is kind of weird for me because nobody called me Rafi before I was 45 years old. So when you call me on stage like ah, Rafi Bastos, I'm always like, that's that's. Not me. <laughs> what do but people call you? Just Rafael? I try to make people say Rafael, but it doesn't work. So I was like, Stop you know? spitting on my microphone. You're going to have to take it with you. My just, God. Just call me Harry. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Which one is the real you? Uh, I'm, a I'm a lie. <laughs> I am a, I am a, I'm fake. <laughs> when you say Rafael, how many people do the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles joke? They do. A lot. It Rafael. must be super annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of jokes. I, I heard a lot of those jokes when I was a little kid. Okay. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no one knows was... the painter. We only know the turtle, yeah, buddy. Yeah, of so course. Yeah. That's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. This must have been before me. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja no, Turtles? No, I just didn't the, watch the it. I was cool. You didn't? No, no They had like different versions. Yeah, I thought I had a life. They are planning to do another one. I just saw that. Oh, oh thank God. Okay. All right. Thank that's, God. That's oh. exciting news. <laughs> do, you, do you think that? Yeah, the turtles in the... The turtles. Maybe they fight straws. I don't know. Something like... <laughs> something more like current. Oh, that'd be a good episode. Something current. No, something. they can't the eat pizza because they're gluten-free. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They're woke now. <laughs> oh, Fucking no. Fucking vegan-ass turtles, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Rafi, you're a comedian, obviously, but you're like... What I find curious about you is a lot of things. Now, you're a Brazilian comedian. I only know one of you. So how do you get into comedy in Brazil? Wow, that's a that's a very boring story. I just I want I want the whole okay, thing. Okay, so you got you got a history. You, do, you asked me, so I have to answer. Uh, I was on the on the pioneers of stand up comedy in Brazil. So it was like me and five guys in two thousand and four. We started to do stand up comedy in Brazil. I lived here in nineteen ninety nine. I had a scholarship to play basketball in Nebraska. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, he's very, very tall. I am and handsome. And yeah. and, and Brazilian. So yeah, Brazilian. someone in his family's a Nazi. That's yeah. all we <laughs> of, of course they were. Yeah. Must be. You're like six eight. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no other way. No way. <laughs> so I I met stand up when I was here. I watched on Comedy Central and I saw those guys uh doing uh comedy without being a character because that's the type of comedy that we used to have in Latin America. Yeah. The characters, the impersonators, that's what we had. So but I was a journalist and I always work with hu uh, humor and comedy. So I saw this guy doing observations and being himself. It was kind of weird because he was he wasn't dressed up. He was just wearing a suit. I remember it was I watched uh, Brian Regan. Oh yeah, there you go. And I watched Jim Gaffigan. Two of the best. Okay, that was what I watched the first time. Uh, and then I went back to Brazil. There was this show on TV called Seinfeld, which oh, heard of it. and I had yeah. this little part. Uh, where he was doing stand-up, so that was the whole. That was the that that was stand-up for us. The the little piece on 
uh, Seinfeld. I remember the first video of me talking about stand-up was like, did you guys ever watch Seinfeld? You know the first the, the, the first five minutes when he goes on stage? That's what we are going to do here now in Brazil. That was the video. The whole video was, that was the reference. So we started doing stand-up in 2004. It was me and five other guys. And we had to explain to people what stand-up was at the beginning of the show. Oh, my God. Because it was weird. Like, are you guys, like, is your name Raphael? Or, like, Raphael is this Jewish uh, guy from the country that you're playing? No, that's that's me. So, so that's how everything started. But when the, the YouTube... Uh, came along like it was like 2005 everybody uh, got to know stand-up because stand-up was uh, at the beginning there was only like one uh, youtube was only like one minute clips and one and a half minute clips yeah so if you think about it uh, a, a, a joke a stand-up joke you have like 15 jokes in two minutes so we were used to those guys telling long-form jokes. Stories. Like, yeah, stories. Yeah. Street jokes. And the joke is always in the end, like after three minutes. So that was something like, oh, people are watching. Like two minutes, I'm seeing 15 funny things. So people started to follow us. So we get this huge amount of followers and everything started from there. Wow. That's amazing. You literally started stand-up yeah. comedy in yeah, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. That was me and another five people. But now it's it's huge. In it's, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is huge. We have like, I have a special on Netflix. A few guys have specials on Netflix. And is all of the is the scene in Portuguese all the time, or is there's also English speaking no, shows? No, there's no too? there's no speaking English okay, shows there. I figured because I. Because I've seen it in other countries, but I didn't know if that was. A yeah, thing. I was just talking to a friend of mine now in Portugal. He just uh, he was uh, he's a comedian. He's a big comedian in Portugal, and he told me that he watched Louis C.K. It was a conversation that I had 15 minutes ago, and I asked him, uh, "Can you like pack a big theater with uh, stand up in English in Portugal?" He was like, "Yeah, it was like 2,000 people." Wow. I don't think we will be able to do this in Brazil. Like 2,000 people watching stand up in English? No. Yeah. I don't think so. I say we try it. <laughs> I mean, we that's, can. that's actually why I have we you can here. Try. I want to book something in Brazil. <laughs> okay. Do you own a comedy club? I think I, read I used that. to own a comedy club in Brazil, but when the pandemic started, I shut down. And yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. fired everyone. Because <laughs> 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 I, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to fired. pay like four, four months without people working. It's, it's not easy to have a business in Brazil. It's, it's not like here that you go to the restaurant and you see that restaurant empty for like weeks and weeks and the, and the business keep, kept going and, and going and going. And every time you look at that restaurant, there's nobody here. How does these people, there's like two waiters. Or what, what's going on? In Brazil, that, you know, that, that, that thing would shut down. Oh, we don't pay our bills. That's that's yeah. what you get everything okay, on uh, okay. assignment. Or don't you guys had those? Uh, the government gave bars and comedy clubs money during the pandemic. That's, oh, the uh, the PPP. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Brazil would never do something like that. You fucking just shut down. I don't care. <laughs> but they didn't shut down. Brazil never shut down, did they? Oh, every a lot of business shut down during the pandemic. The businesses shut down, but the government didn't force them to close. No, 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 no. Uh, Less organization, bro. Like, uh, no, yeah, he forced, yeah, of course, for a while. We couldn't open your business. Movie theaters and bars and restaurants. Not that the president wanted. Yeah. He lost that battle. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even want people to wear masks 
the Brazilian president even get vaccinated. He didn't? He didn't. So he's like, <laughs> he's like our old president. He didn't. No, he was yeah. much worse. No, much worse it sounds, but. Much worse. I don't, you know, much worse. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we overreacted a little. What was his argument about the masks? Like Brazilians, uh, we're too good looking. Oh, we cannot. No, we cannot. Like, no, no, no. His argument was something like, oh, kids are getting sick because they're breathing inside of this tube. It's like, he had this whole theory. <laughs> and some people bought. Some people bought. You know, he's a... Uh, a charismatic politician. That's all you got to do. Very right wing. Now he's supporting Russia a little. You just know? a little. Oof. Just a little. Not, not, a little. Not to make it clear, but it's like uh, just a healthy amount. Yeah, I support of Putin. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know the guy, but what I, what I find fascinating is you're, you're, uh, you're hugely popular all over the world. Is that fair to say? Uh, no. Okay. It's a little too much. Well, I said it, so why don't you just okay. fucking go along with it? Yeah, so it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, but you're in New York trying to do stand-up. Yeah. Why? Well, Ryan... Uh, That's a good question. I always heard about this guy called Ryan Reese. Oh, yeah. Yes. Heard about him? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I have sure. to share the stage with this guy. The thing is, uh, if you play basketball... Your dream is to play where? In the NBA. Mm-hmm. Come to America and play in the NBA. If you play soccer, you want to go to Spain or Italy. If you do stand-up, you want to be here where we are exactly in this place that we are right now. Comedy Cellar. That's the, where we record here at the Comedy Cellar. Comedy Very Cellar. supportive of the podcast. Yeah. And the comedians here. So that's the place that I always dreamed of being to be close to these people and watching you guys doing stand-up and learning and uh, uh, learning. and Every day I learn something new here. In Brazil, I did everything that I wanted to do, right? Everything, everything. It's not that everything was a success, but I did everything. I did movies, I did series, I directed a series, I directed a movie, I, I did stand-up like I travel around the country like three times. I did my Netflix special. Everything that I wanted to do, I did. But I'm 45. I'm still young. So I'm like, I want to challenge myself. And uh, which is amazing and humbling at the same time. But can you imagine like in Brazil, if I sit down on a restaurant, I wouldn't be able to, to eat in a, in a restaurant like, it, it maybe it's a little too much, but people I know, believe it. No, I believe it. No, no, no. It. People know who I am. It's not that I'm not, people are going to be like asking autographs all the time. No, but it's just annoying. It's, an, it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, it's good because people like me and I love my country. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it, no, it's this, it's mixed feeling, mixed feelings. So it like, must yeah. be very different living here now. It is. And it's good. <laughs> at the same time, it's good because, it's so good to so see. So good them. today. Someone told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> I did not even know I him. I, <laughs> I did not. Oh my 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 wife. She is like she got mad at New York because people in New York she, they're rude and they don't talk. And I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. I couldn't care less. Just don't talk to me. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Right. I love it too. It's everybody it's refreshing. Yes, it is. Because if I go to the airport in Brazil, people are looking and they want to talk and. Which was cool for a while, but now it gets no, a little. In New York, they're like, "Go fuck yourself! Don't talk to yeah. me! Don't even think about talking to me." I think New York. <laughs> I, I, maybe if I think even if they recognize you as an artist, they wouldn't be asking for autographs. Anymore. No, they'd probably right. tell you what they thought of yeah. your last project. They'd be like, "Hey, that sucked." And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, "Thanks, thank yeah. you." That's. Yeah. I appreciate the realness, though. Because people here are short. Let me show. I was just looking at this while I was coming here. This is my exchange with messages with Ryan. Because this is New York. This is. Uh, we can summarize New York here. 
and I consider him a friend. Not a friend, like, I'm not going to uh, uh, be, no, yeah, be yeah, yeah. I'm not going to sleep in the same bed. But is that this something is, you do with friends in Brazil? This is yeah. a friend in America, okay? <laughs> He's trying to schedule this uh, podcast with me. Uh, yo, Monday? <laughs> My answer, Monday, March 7th works? Sure. That's it. You know, he kept going, like, perfect. Probably starts at 1, he said. And I said, uh, I thought it was dinner. Be hungry. So it's not, that's, that's friendship. That's, a, that's efficient. And I admire that. You know, he's not, not losing his time. Not having conversations. We are going to do this. That, was, that okay. was for your benefit. Yeah, I know. You're, you're I know. Mr. Brazil. I, I figured you were busy. Amazing. I love it. I don't like to bother <laughs> people. I just want to, uh, you know, you're, you know. To me, great. My girl, she is crazy. She went back to Brazil. She went back? Yeah, she oh, went I'm back. sorry, buddy. Oh, she went back. No, she's going to come back, but she was like, I, I can't stand this. Is it because you're sleeping with your friends? Yeah, and yeah. also because I'm yeah. having sex with yeah. some of... Uh, Latin American friendships are very homo <laughs> You know, it's yeah, yeah. The Latin people, you yes, know. Yes. Latin, we, we so, but I mean, what, what I find curious, oh, that's just the, the uh, delivery doorbell. That's how real this oh, thing okay, is. Yeah. We're doing it in the comedy oh, cellar and they get, they get food. Nah, they get food delivery. That's the side door. Nice. But um, uh, what I find uh, uh, fascinating is that you, yeah, you could be, uh, you know, just living it up in Brazil. You're probably making a lot more money. I don't know what you're making no, here. No, no, I'm not making money here. Your money also goes so much farther in Brazil. Oh, my oh God. yeah. Oh yeah, no, of course. I'm not making that much money here. Uh, this is I'm, I'm paying for my dream, basically. You probably made some bank in Brazil, and now you're just burning it here. I do it. Yeah, YouTube's paying me. Oh, big. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, all right. I'm, even, I'm even recording a few podcasts in here. So, <laughs> and I'm posting, and they're paying me. So it's okay. You're recording this podcast? No, not. This? <laughs> Am I getting a cut of this? Not here, but like in my apartment. I built the whole, this whole structure that I can. To record my podcast, That's so great. it's so good. I go there, I do a few shows, and uh, and I love the fact that I am uh, successful there. It's good. It's do good. you have a house there? I do have an apartment. Yeah, an apartment. You don't yeah. have a house like a well, we on a mountain or something? No, we don't have that. That's not, that's not the no. Is it a nice apartment? I feel like security would also be so much harder. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, he doesn't get it. No, yeah. You know, no, I, don't, I don't know. I don't this know. is first world country conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm basing all my knowledge on every drug movie I've ever seen. So <laughs> I imagine you with guys with Uzis in front of your house that's on a mountain. You don't get out of your robe all day. No, no. The thing is, uh, it's very dangerous to have a house in Brazil. It's dangerous to have oh, a house? Oh, it is, it is. Oh, yeah. My All people that I know that have houses, they got robbed at least once in Or somebody's, life. like, shot in front of their house or oh. something like that. That happened no, to my aunt. Sometimes I'm in L.A., okay, and I'm walking in Beverly Hills, and I see those huge houses mm -hmm. with windows open. And I'm like... This, like, do they have a death this wish? This motherfucker bragging that how asked. safe his country <laughs> is at my face. That's what I feel. Well, well, I mean, they've had some problems recently, so I don't know how. Uh... But they keep doing it. Like I see, like those huge houses with windows open. Sometimes not even a fence. Like you can actually go inside the house and steal their TV no, set. I leave my door unlocked at all times, and I'm telling everybody this right now. <laughs> I mean, I. I... <laughs> See? Well, in Beverly Hills, they have private security. They have they have uh, other measures that are patrolling and and. Okay, but uh, think about this: uh, like in Rio de Janeiro, okay, who runs the city? It's the the drug cartel. It's not the police. No, yeah. And sometimes the police is connected to the cartel. 
So if you go to a favela, you know what's a favela? Yeah. Favela is this huge constructions of poor houses inside of a mountain. It's like okay? a slum. Yeah, it's a slum, but it's in the mountain. Okay, so it's huge. Slum of the view. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. The, it's nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's, the view is amazing. <laughs> but not the, the favela. The view is amazing. That's not the... That people are, uh, a lot of rich people are buying properties in the favela because of the view. Mm-hmm. Some favelas are protected, but uh, those people, they have much bigger uh, fire guns than the police yeah. have. And sometimes the police is, is getting money from the drugs because they have connections with the favela. So it's a third world country, my friend. It's, my it's, question is, why is the food so much better in third world countries? Like, I think the more danger, the tastier. I think it's all we have. <laughs> oh my God. So we have to That's focus dark. on what we have. It is more real though, the food, right? Like we're, like richer countries, it's more processed and then we're getting some shit. Yeah, we do have shit. Uh, you know, you, your culture and your food, they, you know, they rich places. They, they reach everybody. We have McDonald's, yeah. we have Burger King, mm-hmm. we have Taco Bell, we have all this shit. That's a powerful, powerful corporation. The menu is probably different in Brazil, though, right? Depends on what type of place. Yeah. I was talking to Ryan about the meat place. A meat place here, it's Brazilian people, so it's almost the same. And the food and the meat sometimes come from Argentina. You can mention the name of the place. I love that place. Uh, Plataforma. Yeah, Churrascaria. It's, it's in Midtown. Churrascaria Plataforma. They're friends. They. Uh, I love churrasco. Do you guys love churrasco? Yeah, that shit's good. I, I've been going there for years. They're yeah. they're really friendly. And it's because it's it's there's so much meat and there's there's like a, a salad buffet which has like chicken yes. and fish and everything uh, else in it and but the th- weird thing is every Brazilian in there is super thin and gorgeous and I'm like how do they eat all this because they're rich if you go to Brazil they don't they don't look like that not everybody is pretty in Brazil all the Brazilians I know in America have like trainers and they're like really fit of course but for you to, to be able to live here yeah no yeah. one dollar now is five of my money yeah. So if you live here, you have money. Mm-hmm. So I should open a comedy club in Brazil. That's, that's not, what I'm taking from this. That's not good money. I used to have a comedy club. How many club seats? That it was like three, uh, 280. That's a big comedy yeah, club. That's yeah. a big room. No, it was cool. It was a very cool place. It was the coolest comedy club in. Do you in miss Brazil. it? It's so sad. The, the thing is, I built when I had already done a lot of things. It's not like here that. W- w- can you like if you are a guy like I don't know Chris Rock? Okay, you can mm-hmm. go everywhere. Yeah, and you have a place to, that you can perform, and mm-hmm. you can go and uh, travel around the country doing theaters. I'm not saying that I am like him. That's what I heard. I heard you were the Chris Rock of Brazil. That's well, literally what I just heard you say. Okay, okay, maybe that's what I said. But I'm not saying in quality of material. I'm saying in level of fame. I would say that I'm most, most, more famous in Brazil than Chris Rock is in America. Okay. All right. Shots fired. Right. Thank you for the candor. No, Thank no. Thank you for you that. Believe, I know you're You believe not this being... fucking guy? He's a guest in our Can country. He... How We're dare you? We're sitting next to Chris I'm Rock. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> I... Like, you... Chris Rock is white. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you saying you do Chris Rock's act in no, Brazil? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It's because I used to have a, a talk show on open TV, like, every single night. It was... It was so... So it's, it's a kind of different uh, thing. I'm not only a John comedian Stewart, in Brazil. John Stewart, maybe? Or a Trevor Noah? I would be something like, I don't know, 
uh, I would say maybe uh, Kimmel. Fuck. This guy made it in Brazil and he's here. Kimmel. Not, not, not Colbert. Dummy. Go back to Brazil. What are you doing here? Not Fallon, <laughs> but uh, maybe Kimmel. Yeah, that, that's, that would be the... That's a good Kim one. Kimmel opened a club in Vegas. And I don't say so. this right. You know, it's, it's even kind of weird for me to say Why? this thing. Because uh, it looks a little arrogant. If I don't say in the proper way, it doesn't look humble. So that's whoa, whoa. why I don't have these conversations wait, wait, wait. with comedians Time here. Out. I just I just do my thing, and that's it. Well, well two things: comedians are arrogant because you're getting on a room, you're going on stage in a room full of people, and you're demanding them to listen to you. That requires a certain amount of arrogance. I wouldn't say then, arrogance; facts. I would say ego. Same arrogance. You can do that without being arrogant. Uh, you also think it's going to go well. There's the arrogance. Okay, that's. Uh, yeah. I think in order for you to, to do well, you have to be a little arrogant. Two, the great thing about comedy is, is that no matter like Chris Rock yourself, no matter how big you get, you still have to go on stage. Yeah. Same stage as me. Well, you might course. win, you might lose, and then we're sitting at the same table eating afterwards. Yeah. So there's, even you have. It's wonderful you have success, but it doesn't feel. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter who you are because oh, you're yeah. hanging out with them, yeah. of and course. you're you're like, oh yeah, you know, great joke, and like. Apatow comes in here, but they're all real people uh -huh. because this humbles you. Of course. So yeah, you and to come here, it's a lesson of uh, it, it humbles me a lot because nobody knows who I am. I go on stage, the audience doesn't have any idea or clue of who I am, That's which crazy. is amazing because nobody knows my backstory. If I go up on Brazil, I have to do jokes about the lawsuits that I had, the TV well, we, shows we're that gonna, I had. We're going to get into that. <laughs> the TV shows no, that I got. But what I was just trying to explain to you, though, I mean, that's because maybe because there aren't a lot of comedians in Brazil. But the the way I look at comedy is like, uh, regardless of who you are, you got to spend your time in the foxhole. Mm -hmm. So like an Apatow or a Chris Rock, if they're generals, once a month, yeah, or maybe twice a month, they got to go to the front line mm -hmm. and share a foxhole with someone that's like a private. Yes. So like it it just keeps everyone on the same level in here because it, you know it's you, that's why you can talk about your success because you still have to go on stage the same as us yeah you still yeah. got to dance for your dinner yeah so and that's why i think that's why a lot of comedians after a while they don't want to come to these places anymore so when i see a guy like Chappelle or i don't know assis or those guys here i think that's so fascinating because they there's a risk because 200 people will probably uh, see Ryan do better because he is not gonna he's not gonna try material when Chris Rock is around and Chris Rock is like he wrote something yesterday and he's trying something today so he's not gonna do so well yeah uh, he's gonna do amazingly if Ryan would test a joke tomorrow it would be horrible but I mean some would argue it'd be horrible for years <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> but what I'm saying is nobody wants to do wants to go. Uh, bad when they are around. Yeah, they're not gonna watch us, but we are not gonna. We don't wanna do. We don't wanna uh, go go that things go bad. Oh, we know when they're in the building. Yeah, we yeah. Do. yeah. When of they're in the building, you're like, oh, time to throw out the A set. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, and they yeah. are not throwing the A set. No. So at the end of the show, probably they're gonna be like, you know, that guy from Brazil, he's pretty good. You know, the, uh, I saw an, a season. I don't know. I thought he was a little loose. Of course, the guy, the guy's testing his fourth special. So this is amazing what this guy is doing, and we have that respect right. when we see someone testing new material. We know the business, but they have something to lose. Maybe there's a journalist in the audience 
guys that can write, you know, uh, Chris, I think he's, I don't know, uh, he, he wasn't a good set. And so there, there's a risk there. So to, to see those guys here, it, it's... Oh, they work, man. I've seen those guys in here on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. Like, they, they continually make those sacrifices to, to Isn't push Isn't it craft. amazing? It is, yeah. It's interesting to see a comic that you know is incredible do, like, a really shitty joke that they wrote yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just cool to see them work through it. Yeah. But you know. Are you, are you a comedian? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're both comedians. Oh, they're, but they're, both they're, they're, they're a little uh, newer. Okay. Then. But do you... Do you can you see when someone on some of those guys are testing stuff? Yeah, you yeah. can totally, you can tell. totally tell. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I will. Too. I'm on the edge of my seat if I feel like it's a new joke. Of, yeah. Of, or if I feel like the audience isn't reacting in the way that I thought oh, they might. Oh yeah, of course. And I'm like, oh, they must be working something out. It's yeah. so fascinating. It's cool right. to see. I think that after a while you stop caring about the audience reaction, and that's uh, that's I I think that's what I did for a while in Brazil. Uh, and you have to not care that much about the reaction because otherwise you're going to do the jokes that you know that is going to work but you're not going to be proud of so it's the it's a good mix between you liking what you're doing and you being uh, uh, and the audience liking what you're doing so you have to be proud of what you're writing because you know what's going to work you know the jokes you you could be you could do like a 10 minutes about the kardashians and people would die laughing yeah. but that's exactly what you in wanna. brazil that would work i think that would yeah kardashians yeah but it's crazy how, <laughs> uh, that's what i was saying that uh about the, the english shows i don't know who could pack a theater in brazil you haven't tried maybe some someone like like sandler try Really? You know, you know Adam Jimmy, Jimmy Carr does. Jimmy Carr. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Carr is fantastic, and he performs in English, and he does perform in Brazil, and he packs it. No. Yeah. Not in Brazil. Portugal. Yeah. Portugal. I'm, I'm telling you, he's been to Brazil. He's been everywhere. He never been to Brazil. I'm okay. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> so Ryan, do you wanna do you wanna tell me? I'm who telling went to you about Brazil. Okay. That's right. Okay. I think I think we know who's the I'm expert really, on Brazil. I'm really sorry, Ryan. I didn't know that. I have to learn more about Brazil. No, it's because you're slumming it here. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry, Jimmy. So just to get back to uh, mm-hmm. you saying what you know is funny. Now you got into some heat in Brazil for saying a joke. Yeah. Care to tell us about that? Well, I got in a few uh, oh, I think I read about this. problems. Uh, I liked it. But <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a, I thought I thought it was it was a solid joke. joke. I yeah. Yeah. It's your joke and it's your story, but I thought it was a solid joke. I was like, it was just that. The problem is, the problem with having controver- uh, controversies is that you are not proud of the joke that you wrote. Not because it's controversial, because it's not good. I, think I, could just, I, I wish that I had controversies with the Jokes that I think are good. Yeah, it's always the stupid jokes. Too. Yeah, always. Yeah. Wait, tell, tell them what it was. Uh, well, I got in a few few ones, but uh, the one that I got the problem the most was uh, I used to host this TV show uh, called CQC. It was something like between, uh, it was a mix between uh, The View and The Daily Show. So it was like three guys talking about the news and we have a little segments of people doing on the streets and uh, and parties and different things about politics and stuff. So we did a story, uh, someone interviewed this Brazilian singer. She's like, uh, I don't know, she's our Jennifer Lopez because she's, she's pretty, she's hot. What's her, what was her name? She can't sing. So it's, it's, it's the same thing. And uh, What was her name? Vanessa. And she was pregnant. And, uh, yeah, this is the one I read about. Yeah. 
And when <laughs> when the camera cuts to me, someone asked me, do you think she's still hot? She's pregnant, but do you think she's still hot? And what I should have said was nothing. <laughs> 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 but I am uh, very creative. So I said, oh, she's so hot that I would fuck her and her baby. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I, I don't, I don't, I'm not proud of it. But it's you not weren't my, really gonna fuck the baby. You were never know. actually gonna fuck this baby. You don't know how big my dick is. Maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> Just, Just take it on a Doubling first down. date, maybe. Was that, was that your defense in court? <laughs> yeah. You don't know how big judge. my dick is. I'm sorry, Judge, but uh, you don't know me. I tell you, we all. I, I I know. I know. I've had that moment where you, you just wind up. You're like, oh, this is gonna kill. Uh-huh. They're gonna love me after this uh-huh. joke, <laughs> and not not nothing. But you've literally made people's nights worse. But the problem, Ryan. The problem is, if you look at the video, everybody's dying yeah. laughing. Oh, because it, it was it was it, it killed because it wasn't the right. The joke is not good, but it was improvised at the right timing. He asked me, I just answered. So the timing of everything worked, and everybody left. But what happened is, uh, her uh, husband is a very powerful figure in Brazil. He's this guy who owns companies, and he has this uh, uh, publicity agency who runs different brands. So he runs money, a lot of money. Mm. So after one week, they told me to apologize or, or, or they, I would get suspended. And I said, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, Ooh. fuck that. And I lost my job. I actually, I actually quit the job because I, what I said to them was if we apologize now because of this shitty little joke, You're gonna have to apologize all the time. I'm going to be right. apologizing for everything. We are not going to be allowed to do jokes about politicians. That The show is going to be over in a few like months. Uh, and the show was very influential. Everybody watched that show because that's the problem. Uh, it's like uh, 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 Uncle Ben says when you, it comes uh, with uh, with great power come great responsibility. That's what happened when you get famous. Who's Uncle Ben? Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, okay. oh God! Oh my gosh! Those young people. I want to go kill myself. Uh, okay. <laughs> Keep promising. Uh, <laughs> so, so when you get famous, you have that I don't know responsibility that us as comedians we don't want to have. And I didn't want to have, and I still don't want to have that response. So here, when something like that happens, you probably get a bump in popularity. I did. Yeah. I I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, I don't know if I did. Well, controversy, like any, all publicity no. is good publicity. Is no, 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 no. Not when you live in a poor country. Uh, what I say Catholic is. Catholic country. Uh, what I say is, uh, it's uh, the, the audience that liked me today, they are huge like hard fans they're yeah. really really with me but i lost a lot of people because what i was doing right can you imagine a guy like i don't know uh what's the name of that guy with the the, the mustache the, the black guy who does uh, like friendly tv here steve, steve, harvey. Harvey. steve, steve harvey. harvey can you imagine steve harvey doing a yes. joke like that <laughs> He Please. would lose uh, that guy. Of course, he's a comedian. Didn't he do Miss Universe and he got the name wrong? I know, I know, but he was a stand-up. That's so, why he said he'll never do it. He's he like, I have too much now. He would, yes. Oh, that's recently, the stakes, yeah. yeah. The stakes are, are too high, and he is going to lose that portion of the audience 
the families yeah, and the, the you know yeah, but so, those people were shitty anyways yeah they are but if you want to conquer something like huge and if you want all of those chances and opportunities to have your movies and series so i think it's unfair when a comedian judge someone that apologized I wouldn't apologize. I didn't do. I'm proud of my choice. No, I think that's a cooler choice, though. Like, it is. Like, but, isn't but it cooler to be authentic to yourself? Uh, I wasn't thinking. Of, I wasn't even thinking about being cool. I was just thinking about let me do what is gonna make me comfortable when I sleep at night. So I didn't. Yeah, and that's what. I like that so you, you died can't. on fucking a baby. I did, <laughs> and I never. It's fucked the principle that baby. of the thing. It's the great, pr- by the way, can we just say great accent? Yeah, Thank you very much. everything he says it just seems so much. I the principle of the thing. <laughs> the like, I, okay, I, I would agree. never fuck a baby, but yeah. I want to reserve the right to fuck a baby. <laughs> I, I would have, have the chance. Make sure I can sleep at the night. Okay, are we going to eat? Yeah, I want to get this? photos of it first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh I told you. Shit. I told you. Well, I, I told our pitmaster that you were talking shit about Brazilian That's barbecue. A lot of. And he said, "What? I'll show this immigrant." Oh my god! <laughs> Congratulations, my friend. This is amazing so, so, uh, so uh, just so we're clear here, uh, Rafi wanted uh, American barbecue because uh, wow. barbecue is very big in Brazil. So yes. he wanted to, so he wanted to sample it. Wow. So we called in the heavy guns. Nice. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. What's and, your name, my friend? Oh, you can come on over, Ed. Ed yeah, sit down, Ed. Sit down. Yeah, grab a grab a oh mic and jump in gosh, here. So the, the the food is a table away from us, and it is it is a lot. So uh, just yeah, throw in the cans. Congrats, my friend. Nice to meet you, brother. And now uh, you can just speak into that mic. Okay. Uh, so this is the American. This is our, this is our pit master. Pit master, is this? Introduce Ed? yourself, my friend. Hey, but uh, my name is Ed Randolph, Handsome Devil Barbecue, based up out of Newburgh, New York. So it's very nice to meet you, Rafi. Newark. Oh, that's a lot of Brazilian places there, right? Uh, out Newburgh. We're actually Newark is, but we're in New York. So Newburgh is about Newburgh. A, about an hour north okay. of Poughkeepsie. Upstate, America, hard, America. Uh, what about you guys? Do names of cities like a little more different, so we can, you know. <laughs> Because there's like two Washingtons. That's it. They, they all end in Berg. Okay, Berg. Berg. Oh, so we're not original. We don't have. There's only one Sao Paulo, right? That's all there's it could one be. Sao Paulo. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so, so uh, just to, uh, you want to explain to us why you wanted the barbecue and and what Brazilian barbecue is? Uh, the Brazilian barbecue. Uh, there's. Uh, I don't know how to say. What is the name of espeto? The the swords that they come with. Uh, how do you say that in English? That. Uh, it, it, well, see a lot of in Brazilian barbecue. A lot of it's almost like the Argentinian uh, yes. grill style. Uh-huh. But uh, there is a lot of barbecue coming up in Brazil. Uh, São Paulo does a great event called uh, uh, Churrasca. Uh, how do you say? Debetti uh, uh, does it. Uh, Churrasca does it uh, in São Paulo every year, bringing traditional barbecue as we know as American style to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, great event. Um, it, it's a really good cultural thing to kind of do. I, I've so you guys are trying to conquer our country. Is the that other, right? other, no, it's actually funny. It's the other way around because in Brazil. Uh, barbecue was still the alpha male leather apron. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they we cook with smoke; they cook with testosterone there. Yeah. So uh, it's it's, what it's really what is, they do. Is that so, why they're so hairless? They get burnt. That, that might be <laughs> is it. That, but is you that start really? to look into like the American side. If I bring five of the top pitmasters in the U.S. here, you'll have uh, Leo Batallo, you have Sam Jones, and uh, um, Elliot Moss from Buxton Hall, and it would look like I was bringing in the math team, right? Like we, we got a little nerdy now in America. We, we don't have you go to Brazil, you understand it's uh, the the person working the smoker is the alpha male of the whole place in the event in my state what we do is we 
we we create a hole in the floor yep. and then we put the meat that's what cubans do too above the the, yes. the thing so that's uh you're, you're starting to make culture though they use a lot of uh, reverse reverse flow uh flow smokers over there and now they're starting to make some traditional offsets like you would find in texas uh gentleman out there uh morello uh true smokers in brazil give that guy credit because he's one of the few people actually building some nice uh, units over there so uh anybody who's listening to it if you ever go back home look for him he's a, he's a really cool dude making some good stuff what's the name of the those places true true smokers is the name of his place he makes them um and it's it's traditional kind of texas american uh barbecue pits that we would use here now i'm gonna i'm gonna take some photos of ed but ed, ed is not only a wonderful pit master but he looks like barbecue would look like he's yeah. he's That's got a it. high and tight haircut he's yeah. got two full arm tattoos if barbecues was a person yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be well, yeah. bourbon and bbq's on his shirt i mean this this guy looks like the fourth of july a, that's a bmi index of 150 that's that's good i'm sweating here sitting at the table sir <laughs> you are you are a uh uh, a, a light in our oh, country. This, we, we call this barbecue medium. That's what that's the size that I am. Because that's like a two XL. So that's about the size of a barbecue medium. <laughs> so, uh, Ed, so um, I was talking to you a little bit earlier. So, um, obviously, this is your passion, yes, and we're going to discuss what you made for us. But what did you do before you were into barbecue? Uh, before this, uh, I kind of still am as well as a CFO for an architectural firm here in Midtown Manette. I could tell. It looks like you piled that meat like a building. Uh, we, Just really, yeah. Uh, we, we try to tell people, you know, I, I cook the briskets at night and I'll cook the books during the day. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start barbecuing? Uh, I've been doing it now for about 15, 20 years. Uh, our, actually, our name and our brand been in the last 12 years. And uh, I always enjoyed to cook. It was always a passion of mine. But uh, mom worked in the food industry she, as a waitress. And she said, there's no way you're going to work 100 hours a week for $100. So uh, go to school and become an accountant. So that's what I did. And then... Uh, had a few daughters and uh, trying to teach your kids to follow their dreams. And they're like, well, why aren't you following yours? You know, you like to do it. So it's kind of been a reverse engineering of getting into the game late. But uh, we're here, man. We're having a good time. Fun time. I, so your dream was not to be an accountant because that's a lot of people's dreams. Oh, it's right up there, right behind football players, superheroes, and then debits and credits. Right? <laughs> well, I actually, mean, I heard that was Chris Rock's dream. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just didn't. By the way, I, I usually when I'm doing stand-up, I do a joke. I see a guy with that many tattoos. Yeah. I literally say, well, clearly you're not an accountant. <laughs> Yeah, or so, either, we'll either people say, or for the Aryan nation, I don't know, but I mean, it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as I said, mentioned earlier, these might have looked familiar to you if you didn't uh, Photoshop me out of a picture and then you. Oh, all right. So, media. so we have to uh, we have to uh, explain how we know each other. So, um, uh, the guy who I started this 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 podcast with, Carl Ruiz. Uh, I don't, normal people say God God rest. Him. Carl would like it more if we said fuck Carl. Yeah, he would appreciate absolutely. that. So fuck Carl. Uh, so uh, uh, you guys were friends. And uh, I was introduced to you through Gloria. That was Carl's assistant. But apparently, we were hanging out in the same bar one night. We were. It was actually just, uh, it was right here. It was uh, just after here because it was for Carl's birthday. We all got together here. Then afterwards, it was an after party. And um, it, Carl comes up to me and he's like, cuz, you like to drink whiskey, right? And I'm like, well, uh, yeah. So he's like, all right, come with me. He's like, it's going to be you and I versus Vic and Seamus and see who could drink the most Jameson whiskey. And I'm like, listen, the dude's name's Seamus. We're already, we're not even standing <laughs> a chance. And just to be clear, two of those guys are dead now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they died uh, that day. Yeah. It was not, not good. Uh, but I took a photo and then a kind of, uh, unfortunately, bad turn of events. So we lost both Vic and Carl that I, uh, I posted the picture and, um, lo and behold, it was shared by somebody, but they Photoshopped me out of the picture. No, I had that photo. I that's, had that photo from something. And that's uh, my photo. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's my phone. It's on my roll. <laughs> so how do I have that photo? I don't know because I posted it and everybody thinks I'm awesome and I take my. No, stuff. no, no, no. Well, I don't I think I did. Right. Not from you. Well, Someone said you didn't think I was awesome. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I might have grabbed it off of Carl's. Yeah, I might have grabbed. I might have grabbed it off of Carl's, and that's what happened. Yeah. And it was because it was right after Vic had passed, and I wanted to post. It's something. actually a great photo of both Carl and yeah. Vic, and it yeah. uh, catches them probably in their in their prime, uh, which is half a bottle of Jameson in, and everybody's got a good smile, and uh, everybody's hugging each other, and it was a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's it, those those guys were all just about like the uh, the comedy, the food, the good time. Like that was more important. I say both of them had a similar trait in that they didn't care who the most famous person in the room was. They no. wanted to go to the most fun people. That was it. That's who they wanted to be around. And it was yep. really and Vic knew everyone. Carl knew everyone. But like, dude, I go over to La Cubana just to say what's up to Carl, and he'd be like, "This place sucks." I'm like, "It's your place." <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, screw these people. Let's go to the comedy club." And I'm like, "Oh Jesus, all right." <laughs> So uh, we went one time with Carl. I was at Peter Luger's with him. And all of a sudden, he's like, cuz, watch this. And next thing I know, my phone goes off, and it's an airdrop. And I look, and it's some 80-year-old man, like, in a Speedo. And it's a close-up of his, you know, lower region. Mm. So all of a sudden, now everybody's phone and Peter Luger's goes off because everybody's getting airdropped. He just, like, cropped us at the entire place. Oh, that's so good. So, so then he immediately looks over at me, and he's like, cuz, that was a good one. And now everybody in the place thinks I sent it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? This is, uh, but that was Carl, you know. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a wild man. Yeah. He was uh, – but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's nice that I cropped you out of the picture and you still cooked for me. Okay, now – what did you make? What do we got? Uh, well, today we gave you a little tour of everything that we can come off the pit. Well, not everything. We have a few things here. Um, we have our pastrami. Get a little New York love. We make a uh, brisket. We turn it into a pastrami. Actually just won the uh, Fort Lauderdale Wine oh and Food Festival. God. Best barbecue with the pastrami. Um, okay. We also supplied you some Texas-style brisket, which is just a salt, pepper, um, oak smoke brisket for about 14 hours. We have a couple racks of our St. Louis ribs, which, um, again, we have titles in six states holding uh, best ribs. So that's Is uh, that dry rub or is that? They're, they're dry rub, and then we, use our, then we do our, put our sauce over top of it. So they are wet today. Okay. Um, we are. We have a couple links of our sausage there. So uh, we make everything in house. To me, sustainability is huge. Um, a brisket. Most people don't realize a 15 pound brisket. You'll lose 45 percent of that to trimming and cooking. So a lot of people just take and throw it out. Um, the trimmings. We grind it up. Add some fat to it. Add some pork. Add some uh, little seasonings. And we make Texas hot link sausages out of it. We also run our deep fryers on the tallow. We uh, make burgers out of it. Chili. So we use about 90 percent of our brisket, where most people don't. And then. Um, we have a middle, the middle items is something new we're working on in our research development department there in, in the restaurant. That's, uh, what we research like to call that the, the R&D yeah, department. The R&D department. We call that our meat hammer. So uh, it's a beef shank. It's the whole lower shin of a steer that we kind of first smoke a little bit, and then we do it in some uh, wow. beef confit. We just kind of let it slow roast and go from there. Um, we have cornbread with some honey butter. We have mac and cheese, collards, potato salad, coleslaw. Uh, okay, you're bread. trying to basically kill me that's what you <laughs> yes yeah yeah, oh, okay. yeah yeah i thought okay. he was trying to arouse you i, I mean i already came so i don't, no, I don't think so. so what's the difference between pastrami and brisket i thought they were the same they're the same meat but it's what you do to it so a pastrami you would need to cure it and um actually most people will cure it for a couple of weeks and then actually the difference between a pastrami and a corned beef is corned beef is braised in the oven pastrami gets smoked so we're able to do that it's a new process we work on it we actually inject our pastramis and we can do it in 24 hours instead of a two-week cure on it and then uh, our little secrets we do a little crack coriander for the rub instead of a salt pepper and how long do you have to cook the ribs for uh, those ribs are a six hour turn on those right there so the, the, whole, the whole process is about six hours start to finish on the st louis ribs now out of everything on that that gorgeous platter what what takes the longest to cook 
Uh, the longest to cook is the pastrami. So that actually, that the brisket's about 14 hours. Pastrami will go up to almost 16 because we run. That's got to run since it is injected a little higher internal temp. So instead of 203 degrees, we take it to 210. He's been working for three days to cook My this meal for you. Thank you very this much. Is nice. Nice. Wow. This is the, this is the Chris Rock of Brazil. I know. Right? <laughs> better than that. I mean, you're, you're, as soon as it was funny, I was at a, a wine bar this weekend, and I, uh, my bartender was Brazilian. I'm like, I, I need your help, but I was like, I'm going to visit somebody, and I might need somebody to translate uh, Portuguese for me. Uh. So uh, he's like, Well, who is it? So I pull up your Instagram. He's like, I'll come anyway. No way. You know, Rafi. I was like, I was like, now all of a sudden I'm even more nervous. Now I'm sweating there. I'm like, oh man, just I don't know what I'm gonna yeah. do here today. So it's a you a did question. a great job, my friend. Yeah. Well, my question is, why haven't? Why are we still looking at this meat? Because yeah. I wanted him to talk about it we first. We need to like, eat the meat. But you have to. Uh, you're gonna eat the meat, but you have to. You have to really describe what it is. I think he's getting anxious that he's, he's getting cold. The food. No, oh, trust me, mom. Everybody knows that it works for me. Once it comes off the pit, I don't want to see it again. So I don't care if you eat it in two minutes okay. or in two I mean, days. I want to eat it now. Go have have nice. at it. I mean, uh, do we do we get plenty of photos of uh, uh, all the all the? What should we start with? Because uh, you are you're in control. You're the you're the guy. Take yeah, us on this drive. Look at me. I'm, I'm the fat kid. I'd start with the banana pudding in the back corner before it goes away. But, uh, wild man. <laughs> I reverse everything. I'll go back to the front and eat the beef later because there's I don't know like 30 pounds of it there. No, we're starting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you're the guest. What do you want to start with? Because uh, we got to sample all this fine stuff. This the the this one. What's the, the name ribs. of this one? Pastrami, the brisket, the or the ribs? The ribs. Yeah, the ribs. The dry rub, like St. Louis ribs. Back, ribs. Back, back, That's back, very back, American. Back. The ribs. It's a, yeah. is something that you guys. Uh, I they they do on this place called Outback. Do you have Outback? <laughs> Outback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's, that's nothing. Oh, I, I love – so with the Outback, Carl loved the Outback too. I love the Outback. But it's a famous place here. Uh, okay. yeah. uh, it's no. not. It's no. not. It's yeah, not it's a, like the McDonald's of steakhouses. Okay. 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 That's so, so wait a minute. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm dating a girl, and I love Outback. We're in Outback in New York, and uh, she's, she's just giving it to me that day. She's like, we're in New York, and we're at an Outback. Like, how classless are you? We could go to the finest wow. restaurants in the world. We're at an Outback. That's a fine yeah. restaurant no. in wait, Brazil. Wait, 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 wait. So as, as this is going on, the waiter comes over. We hadn't ordered yet. He throws his hands on the table, and he goes, Liza Minnelli's behind you. <laughs> what? Liza Minnelli what? <laughs> Liza Minnelli was behind us eating a blooming onion. And I was like, you see that? Yeah. New York, New York. Yeah, yeah, but I'm classless. <laughs> Liza's okay with it. Uh, Carl loved Outback too, and uh, one of the last texts I sent him was like, well, one was, hey, don't die, and he fucked me on that one. And then uh, uh, let's go to the Outback. Nice. And then, uh, oddly enough, what, last time I went to the Outback, they were playing the Food Network, and he was on. So I was like, well, I guess he kept his date. My, my uh, wife ran into him one time at a Fuddruckers. So I just told oh, you that Carl was. All of a sudden, she pulls in, and, and she had my truck. And he had, she had the fox. You know, if you know his car, he had this little fox with a flying pig on the, as a hood ornament. And the thing was like a roller skate on wheels. And uh, he literally comes out, and he's like, you really had to park this monster truck next to me? And uh, ended up being that he, he knew the truck, knew the name, and they had lunch there. But it's, that's the type of dude he is, man. He's going to sit out of Fuddruckers and eat a nice cheeseburger. I love Right. Well, let's get yeah. someone to serve uh, Rafi some stuff and all of us some stuff. But let's I say uh, we, we sample the ribs first. Do we eat and talk at the same time? Yeah, why not? Th okay. What that's the fuck? Okay. Where we are, man. No, I thought it was like wrapping up. But that, uh, that's what I uh, that, yeah, will wrap it up eventually. But you should probably no, no, taste no. it. And fucking, I don't. I don't care. This I fucking eat. guy. I eat. By the way, you should you should take a photo of that and send it to your girlfriend and be like, I don't need you. You left too soon. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna do it right now. That's what I'm gonna do right now. But I wanna be at the side, the other side of the picture. Can you take a picture uh, from there so I can that, so we can be in the in the back of the? Oh picture? yeah, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, I have no idea. Are we all in it? Uh, yeah. We're just taking a photo. Yeah, of we don't have to have like be uh, in focus. Focus is 
on the food. Uh oh. That's uh, okay. That's my lawyer. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't eat meat. Yes, he's literally like, "Why are you on that shitty show? Get off!" <laughs> He said, well, don't, don't eat meat. They're trying to kill you. That was the reason there. Thank you very much, my friend. So we, we got to, yeah, we definitely got to hit up some of these ribs. So uh, how do we want to do this? Just we'll grab some ribs and we'll just try it and see if you like it. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Do you, you want to put some on a plate? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, totally. So this is uh, exciting. Ed's going to uh, rib us up right now. And uh, boy, that is, a, that is a ton of meat. That is, yeah, is America. I almost want to. I you almost guys, want to salute it. You guys eat meat, right? You guys yeah, eat yeah, meat, right? Oh, okay. I'm Cuban. You are Cuban? Yeah. I didn't. Do you speak Spanish? Claro que sí. Oh, tú hablas español. Sí, hablo español. ¿Dónde aprendiste? En Miami. Mi primera lengua. Yo estaba en Miami cuatro días atrás. Oh, okay. Sí. Sí. Do you understand that? Nothing. Nothing. I, 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 I'm completely lost. All right, so we got some horrible shit about you. I thought you said I had nice hair. You I thought you have, said I would do, do very have. well in Brazil. You do, you That's do what have, I heard. Uh, but so the first time we met, but I, you didn't give me your full name because you didn't think I would be able to say it. I yeah. As I recall. Yeah no I. Uh, no no no. It's not that I didn't uh, think that you. I try to be uh, nice. Yes yes. Well T does the same thing because her name's not T. It's uh, Teresita. Teresita. So she just Teresita. Teresota. No, it's Teresita. Because. Uh, Teresita is, te is little Teresa. Yeah, but that's my on my birth certificate. Teresita is the name, and my mom too, and my grandma. Do you know, like in Brazil, the name Teresa, you have to be more than sixty years old to have that name. Yeah, I don't know. If, I didn't know that. Yeah, not a lot Teresa of people is are named old old people's name. Teresa. Teresa. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's like, like Gertrude. Like, it's a very oh. common name in Long Island. Yeah, for it's Italian like, like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Guidos like love Teresa. Teresa. It's like Bertha. Bertha. Oh well. No. Ethel. Ethel. Ethel was that was my first dog's name. Oh my god. She drowned in our pool. Oh, that's oh. how much. Happy she Monday. Loved you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kitty, do you normally eat this much? I, I, you know okay, what? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm got, gonna, got, I'm gonna bring the heat. I'm trying to make gains. You're trying to make gains. I'm trying to make. Gains, she actually man. told me that yet. Like, you I get, really am trying to make some gains. I just, I just yeah, I lost weight. You know, from the classics, anxiety, depression. Okay. You know. So Adder I was gonna say Adderall, yeah. just just Adderall to the tits. What makes you de depressed? Is, did something happen? You know, it was a pandemic, loss of job, all of that stuff, like the classic 2020 stuff. Um, I don't think I'm special, you know, but I got lucky in that it was a weight losing anxiety, not a weight gaining anxiety. Because I've been there too, you know. Don't we take the same medicine? I like, used to be on Selexa, but no, I'm not. No. These, they're all the, the kids in America. They're all they, doped up on. Oh, like, I got you like you should see their they, pill they purses. Take a lot of meds. A lot of meds. Oh you God, should I, see their I pill purses. I have so it's many. Ridiculous. You see it? yeah. Do you want to rattle them it's off? It's weekend there, at Bernie's over here. Yeah. Tea, what are you on? Well, Butrin, <laughs> Lexapro, Vivance, Adderall, birth control. Um, mm. I don't know. There has to be something else. Lots of weed. I take Lots mushrooms as well. I love mushrooms. You got yeah, mushrooms. She's doing well. So uh, you I, take any medicine, Ryan? No, no. This no. is my. Pill case. I, I I drink like a fish though. So look that, at my that's pill case. Her, that's a uh, look at her. She, that's her pill. You see, she got look, a pill. Look, so many little pills, and it's a yin yang. Oh, that's cute. Because it's like all about balance. Twelve years old. Okay. She <laughs> has a pill. Oh, case. I want to take more drugs oh now. God. That looks so cute. I that know. little pouch. How old are you, T? I'm 26. You, why are you thinking there's so many? Uh, because they're fun. Okay, but let me tell you something. Don't you? Let me, I know you're 26, but don't you think you're romanticizing this shit a little? 
romanticizing. Romanticizing. Um, no, I mean, I don't. I was. That's fun to talk between comedians. Oh, I'm taking a lot of this, no. lot of this, but you know. No, no, no. Yeah, I started taking it for kills real. Kills you. It kills you. I've been taking it for, since college, like for for real reasons, and I needed it, and it helped. What I'm worried about is how to get off it. Yeah, because that can make you even more depressed. Yeah. When you know, you, when you when you stop taking those but, medication. I, I, so we, she's so the they you know they're all on a bunch of pills, but like prescribed by doctors. So I, I love. Yeah, pills. I was gonna ask you about your kids. I, th I think the benefit of I didn't have insurance as a kid, so I don't know if I needed any pills, but I never got any. It's, it's pretty much just rub some dirt on it and, and uh, shake it off. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. Stop, stop bouncing <laughs> off the walls. You're an idiot. Yeah. That's it. Are your uh, are your kids on any medications? No, well, my oldest daughter actually has diabetes type one, so she has to well, regulate. Yeah, that's necessary. Yeah, yeah so yeah, she's yeah, regulating yeah. her sugar uh, about 15, 20 times a day. So I give her credit because uh, she grew up fast. You know, and is had that to. the type of diabetes you're born with yes so okay. actually Not happened the type that you earn no yes okay. yeah that's, that's that's the one actually when she turned 10 it was out of the blue she was 10 years old and they and were trying probably. to understand if that was your fault that's what usually by you looking at me and that's the count you yeah, know the, mean, body, the body composition <laughs> says it the guy I'm says sorry. start with dessert yeah who says this i'm sorry yeah i know <laughs> by the way excellent rib thank yeah you. thank you thank yeah. you amazing Holy really shit. really really good i appreciate like, it i mean i I love dinosaur barbecues ribs. Yep. I put this above them. John, well, John makes some good stuff. So uh, it's all so good. We yeah, have we have a saying in the in the barbecue world. You don't have to hate somebody else's barbecue to like mine. So it's uh, there's plenty of room to go around for all of us. And uh, I don't know, thank the pig, man. We had to put some heat to me. Yeah, we don't say that in comedy. Yeah. No, you like, trash you, you like yeah. that guy? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. He's got to get another movie. Like God forbid. You know who has to see Kevin Hart 18 times today? I hate everybody's barbecue except yeah. for yours. I appreciate it. <laughs> where, did, where, where? So you have a restaurant, or is it just? We do. We have a restaurant up in Newburgh, a handsome door barbecue. But we also travel, so we go from South Beach to Vermont, as far west as Denver. Uh, you're uh, you're going to get some you up text from me. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we'll be back down here in uh, in April. We're doing an event in uh, Queens at Pig Beach. So, uh, it's a, oh, that's over in Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn, the new one they just opened up in Queens. So they took over an old beer hall. It's thirty thousand square feet of just barbecue insanity. So what's the event? Uh, that is the Chef Jeff um, Foundation. So Chef Jeff was the pitmaster for Pig Beach and uh, went to work one day and uh, had a brain aneurysm and, and literally lost his life that day at work. So uh, all the, about 30 of the top pitmasters. Yeah, happy, happy. Uh, let's pick it up. Um, <laughs> about 30 top pitmasters from all around the U.S. get together one day and raise money and awareness for uh, his family and also for uh, those who have brain aneurysms. So... Uh, that's April 30th at Pig Beach. Um, April 2nd, we're actually doing a cigar barbecue at our restaurant as well to raise some money for uh, Chef Jeff. Did you just Jeff. say a cigar barbecue? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Uh, we have the folks from uh, Drew Estate, uh, Sanja Smoke Shop. Uh, people get about five or six cigars. We got people hand-rolling cigars. Um, all the bourbon you can drink, the beer you can drink, and uh, some barbecue if you get hungry. Maybe we'll come by. That would be an maybe, awesome Maybe we'll event. do a live uh, pod from it, the event. It's, it's a good show. So we actually have uh, Tom Fisher from uh, Bourbon Blog comes there, and he does his live stream right from the event as well and yeah. does all things bourbon. So it's a, it's a pretty cool day. Yeah, and she's Cuban, so she can roll a cigar. That's yeah. it. I yes. Can, well, I can roll blunts, but hey. Uh, he will actually, <laughs> the, uh, they'll be there. Nick from uh, Fortune will be teaching people how to roll a cigar. So you get a chance to roll your own cigar. Maybe you guys Perfect. could have a little roll off. Maybe we could. Yeah. What yeah. do you think of the rib? Amazing. Congratulations, my friend. Did Very you have, good. You Very have a pastrami good. too? Or? I got this one. I don't know what how this calls. That's a pastrami. So it's a, it's a cured brisket. And then next to it, over on the other side, is our sausage. Our I prefer the ribs. Yes. But uh, oh, this we have a, of the. This, that's that's good. Yeah, we got. I you. ate this one too. Yeah. Thank you. Mm, very good. I think this is the, the yeah. This, this is gets amazing. This is uh, ASMR for food. What is it? You don't know. Yeah, 
Peresitanos. What is it? What are you doing? ASMR. You don't know what this ASMR? I, I just thought I thought she too too much of her meds. I don't know what yes. she's doing. Yes. <laughs> people people do the, people do these videos and audios with just like sounds. So I'm they whisper. So you know this yeah. comes from one ear. This has come from the other ear. So it kind of excites your mind with the sound. Yeah. So girls do this, like like videos of her treating you as a girlfriend. I love you, baby. So it's like, and I'm not with this voice because she would be at least trans if she had that voice. But uh, <laughs> women, <laughs> women, women doing this. It's going to be impossible to picture her without a goatee and a mustache now. <laughs> Just. You know, it's big money, too. <laughs> it's big money? Oh, yeah. You can sit there. I know a girl. I met a woman in an Uber, Uber pool back in the day. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> y'all remember? And she was telling me millions of followers, all she did was eat Chipotle and have a mic'd up mouth. And just people loved her mm-hmm. chewing. Yep. People oh have told God. me to do it. I, when I was doing live streams over the pandemic, everybody told me to do it. See? Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you not to. <laughs> Actually, that's, it's, it's a little weird. You're freaking out our pit master. Would you stop yeah. it? <laughs> I like the ribs also. What was your favorite tea? Um, I think the ribs are my favorite. I like the sweet like barbecue. Yeah. Kitty? I'm actually going to go pastrami, y'all. I like this. Are you Jewish? I'm, no, I'm not. Are you sure? What is the name of this? Kind of a honorary. That's, that's our Texas yeah. sausage. That's why you went with the pastrami. Texas sausage. That's, my prefer- that's the best one for me. The sausage. Okay, so I think we're going to dig into the rest of this, this meat pile here, but uh, now it's time. If you guys got something to plug, certainly plug it out there. Rafi? Well, you can follow me at uh, my Instagram. I have an Instagram. Are you going to give it to them or just, <laughs> God damn, fucking He's famous Brazilian, famous Chris Rock is just like, yeah, my Instagram, find it. Okay, I yeah, they'll do that. It's easy to find. So. I have my Instagram in English. It's called at Rafi Comedy. Okay. Rafi, R-A-F-I, comedy. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. T? Uh, my Instagram's Tere is crazy. That's it. Okay. Kitty? <laughs> Kitty Reynolds, at Kit Reynolds, though. At Kit Reynolds, though. <laughs> Just Handsome Devil LLC. That's it. Uh, Handsome Devil Barbecue. Yeah, we're gonna we're actually gonna uh, put all this up, and uh, we'll, we'll also uh, get some the cooking instructions, I suppose. If you yeah. you'll just scribble something out so we can okay. put it online this or whatever incredible. it is. And uh, this you'll is give the, out them all of your secrets. One hundred percent, man. This is the world of barbecue. I'll give everybody the recipe. You'll, do you? Oh, it's the easiest thing to work. Don't you want to protect your recipes? Do you do like that the sauce? In the ribs, is that something that you do yourself? That that sauce that's on there is actually uh, that is our own sauce, and it just was. The sauce is amazing. Uh, that was Food Network sauce of the summer for 2021. We won. Oh. Even when you give out the recipe, like nobody can really do it. Like like I feel like you probably can. Yeah, we we usually say yeah. good luck. You yeah. know, just like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not standing in front of a barbecue for 16 you know, hours. You're not gonna yeah. do it. No. Yeah. So it's a lot yeah, of work, go. my friend. This was incredible. No, oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. What's your favorite? Uh, I didn't even bring it today, but our turkey. It's uh, it's to sleep. You're holding out on me? Yeah, I am. This way I get a call to come back. Son of a bitch, there's turkey. (laughs) I got to do that, and I got to learn how to make noises and microphones. Apparently, that's where the money is. I'm stupidly trying to make a podcast. I can just be purring into a microphone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, so plug your restaurant, man. Where where can we? Uh, It's Handsome Devil Barbecue. We're based up out of Newburgh, New York, So, uh, but we travel everywhere, so we'll we'll bring the heat to the And the event? Uh, our two events we have coming up. One is our cigar barbecue at our restaurant on April second, which okay. you can find uh, on our website and also Eventbrite. And the other one is the Chef Jeff uh, Foundation uh, 
Pitmaster. It's, it's at pigbeachnewyorkcity.com. You can find it on there, all the information. So yeah, I think we're going to have to visit that, too. That, that's a that really out. cool yeah. show, man. It's, oh it's a good time. I hope you guys do come out. Absolutely. And this is The Cheat Day Show. You can find us at thecheatdayshow.com. You can also find us on Instagram. My name's Ryan Reese. You can find me at RR Comedy. Cheat well, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Time for a meat orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Cheat Day Show podcast. To learn more about our show, the hosts, the comedians, our guests, our chefs, and more, visit our website, thecheatdayshow.com. Also, follow along with us on our social media, at The Cheat Day Show, on Instagram and Twitter. Future episodes can be found in all the places you get your favorite podcast. Our show is also sponsored by the world-famous Comedy Cellar on McDougal Street in New York City's Greenwich Village. Visit ComedyCellar.com for show lineups happening seven days a week. Later, cheaters. Cheaters.